the price just went up. You want to be able to refine that and have your prices reflect today's prices. So at the end of the day, your skill set going to be your techniques, it's going to be your design, it's going to be understanding color theory, understanding swag patterns, right? A lot of people don't know the different elements of an actual swag. You want to be able to understand that and not just go somewhere and tie fabric to a pole. You are a professional. You're delivering a professional skill set. You're delivering something that people look at it and they're like, oh my God, I gotta have that. And you're going to lean them closer to a yes when you show up as a professional and know exactly what you're talking about and know exactly what you're doing and your skills are refined and show that you are about your business. Welcome to another episode of Raising the Ball, which is the number one event draping podcast everywhere. As always, I'm your girl, Precious Stevens, aka the Draping Queen, and I'm bringing you the ins and outs of the event draping world, guys. Now, here at the Posh Academy, we only believe in dropping gems. So in every episode, we discuss the secrets, the challenges, and the untold stories of event draping. So let's drape it up and dive in. So guys, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about all the things that designers don't even consider when getting in this industry. Guys, I know it's a beautiful thing that you guys see when it comes to draping, but it's so much more than a glitz and a glam. And the reason I decided to talk about this because you don't really understand the mechanics and the behind the scenes when you're getting into it. And I want you to really understand the business side and a proper way to run things if you're looking for success and sustainability. So let's start with heavy competition. Now in the world of event draping, you are not alone. There are so many new up and coming designers that some may feel that it's saturated, but it's really not because the beauty is that it's all built on creativity. The competition is heavy. It is a lot of people out there, but the key is really about standing out. Now, when you're in event draping, there's so many different aspects that you really can kind of rely on to build out your individuality. It's different fabrics, it's different colors, it's different design patterns, right? The beauty is that you want to be able to craft something that you can call your own. Here at the Posh Academy, we have developed our signature design that can be noticed no matter what platform you're on, no matter what room you step in, you kind of know that that has a posh flair to it. So you want to be able to do the same thing. Don't get uh, bummed down about the, the competition or about your people that's still in the marketplace because you want to focus on creating yours and really attracting the kind of clients that you want to attract. Even though we are in event design and event draping, guys, guess what? There is a niche within this niche. So if your goal is to attract higher paying clients, you want to focus on developing premium designs, right? Premium designs is require premium fabric. It requires premium equipment, right? Figure out who you want to market, who you want to target, and then craft your designs around that. But I don't want you to get bogged down and feel as if you have to go premium because there's a market out there for, guess what? The low budget clients, even though they have a low budget, they still deserve to celebrate, right? So don't sit here and feel as if there's not a space for you because your skills aren't refined or you don't have this or you don't have that because the beauty is that it's your creativity and you can carve out your own lane within this marketplace. So focus on the crowd that you want to really attract and then craft your designs around that. Being able to stand out consists of different things, right? You can stand out by using 
theme patterns, right? A lot of people have these events and they are, they don't have to be the luxurious ba-ba-boom over the top. They could be a themed event. And that is really, I love themed events, guys, because you get to play with fabric that you normally wouldn't play with. You get to play with the safari prints. You get to play with the, the patterns and the florals. That is a Real easy way to kind of stand out. We were able to really achieve that. And I believe it was 2021. You didn't really see a lot of backdrops with themed uh, or pattern fabric within the design itself. And we were able to in- introduce that and saw other people really introducing it into their business and being able to, that was an indicator by itself that, oh, they're different, right? They're the kind of things you want to do. You don't really want to mimic exactly what's happening, but how can you incorporate that into what you have going on, but put your spin on it, put your personality into it, right? I developed uh, the easy to design backdrops because one, everyone couldn't afford to come to class. And then two, everyone wasn't, they didn't have the skill set for the, for the hand mechanics. So then I started, you know, crafting out designs that were easier to design the, the easy basic, but they still look polished. They still look like they're going to attract the right kind of client. So main thing with this is it's a lot of competition out there. I don't care where you go. If you don't have any competition, you don't have something that people want. And I don't know about you guys, but I want some competition. I like competition. Competition lets me realize that, hey, you got something going on that people really like. So don't get like turned off by it. Realize you're onto something great and it's your duty to enhance it and always try and make it better. So now that brings us to skill refinement. You have to know that you cannot skimp. You can't negotiate in this area, right? Guys, your draping skills are the foundation of your business, right? It's not all about draping. It's really about draping exceptionally well. I don't care what level you're at. I got so many different levels that I teach at because you got to meet people where they are. Just because someone uh, drapes at a beginner's level doesn't mean it can't be exceptionally well. This is the beauty behind draping in itself as a whole, right? No matter what level you're at, beginner, advanced, intermediate, it's really all about learning the intricate elements that make it look polish. That's the main thing you want to pay attention to because this industry, guys, it's ever evolving. It changes all the time. One one day you'll think it's we're rolling with this design and this is what's popping and then something will happen and guess what? We're shifting into something totally different and you want to always be a forever student. I still, guys, to this day, I still practice. I still take different trainings because I always want to be able to improve upon what I have. A lot of people in this industry, guys, they get so bogged down about, I want to perfect it. Baby, what you want to perfect? Ain't no such thing. It's never going to be perfect, right? So I don't want you to think it's not perfect enough. At the end of the day, whatever it is, it's good enough today because somebody needs it today. But it's your duty as the professional to always enhance it to make it better. When I say skill refinement, it's so many things you can do to refine your skills. When you are in the draping industry, guys, skills is going to be all about mechanics, right? It's about making the thing beautiful. So in order to do that, quite naturally, you would take a class. But the beauty of it, guys, we have so many different opportunities today that wasn't around years ago, right? You have so many new instructors. We here at the Posh Academy have a ton of classes. And the whole goal is to meet people exactly where they are. We have a beginner's course. We have an intermediate. We have advanced. We have canopies. It's it's like nonstop over here. But the beauty is, it's a lot of other entities where you can learn as well. Even if you feel as if you've t- taken a class 
Baby, it don't stop there because things evolve. Like that's why we come up with fresh classes every year. Every time we go on tour, we coming up with new designs. We coming up with new techniques because we want to make it simple, right? And we're taking everything that has happened on, let's just say year 2022, we're enhancing year 2023. But it don't stop there. You want to definitely get deeper into understanding color theory. This is where a lot of people get this wrong. And they end up with a beautiful design, but it's it's a little, uh, on a color tip, it's a little distracting because they don't understand color theory. So being able to get deeper into that, right? Get deeper into terminology. Guys, I can't tell you how many instructors I know that's walking around still calling them poles and curtains. So guys, be up on your terminology game. It's nothing worse than you being on a consultation and you're in the consultation and you guys are saying the same thing. You need to show up as a professional, right? And if you don't know, it's nothing wrong with it, but go learn, right? And you want to invest into your skill set because ultimately it's going to definitely increase your return on your investment. You want to make sure that you're able to properly price. And if you don't know, that's a common issue, but you, learning, because now we have so many different courses that teach pricing. If that's something you struggle with, guys, you have to understand pricing. These are things that you always want to, and guess what? The thing is it changes too, right? We had a pricing course back in 2022. We had to go and redefine the entire thing for 2024 because the price just went up. So you want to be able to refine that and have your prices reflect today's prices. So at the end of the day, your skill set going to be your techniques, is going to be your design, is going to be understanding color theory, understanding swag patterns, right? A lot of people don't know the different elements of an actual swag. You want to be able to understand that and not just go somewhere and tie fabric to a pole. You are a professional. You're delivering a professional skill set. You're delivering something that people look at it and they're like, oh my God, I got to have that. And you're going to lean them closer to a yes when you show up as a professional and know exactly what you're talking about and know exactly what you're doing and your skills are refined and show that you are about your business. So that brings us to client relationships, guys. And this is like one of the biggest areas in your business and how it can take off a lot quicker. You want to be able to build strong relationships with your clients because these are the guys, they celebrate all the time. I need you guys to really understand how important this is. It's not just about the one-time gigs. I mean, they cool. I ain't gonna lie. They cool. But it's really about creating those lasting impressions, right? Let's just say you're working with someone at their wedding. Now, quite naturally, you know, people get married, they go, they leave, some things happen, someone comes up pregnant. So a couple months down the line, they got another celebration. Lord Tim Tim got a party or something like that, or a bridal shower. You want to go into these relationships realizing that there's other opportunities. And that's going to always have you presenting with your best foot forward, with your professional hat on. And when you have a pool of clients, that's the stuff that makes your business thrive and, and sustainable because these guys are going to keep coming back to you, right? And the easiest way to build these kind of relationships is to over-deliver. Now, you will have some people tell you, give them what they pay for. I get it. But that is not what we do here at the Porsche Academy. That is not how I was able to attract the amount of success I have in such a short period of time. Mine came from over-delivery. Here at the Porsche Academy, we have our same pool of loyal 
tribe members, right? They're the ones that's taking out programs. They're the ones that's coming to class. They show up on the podcast. And and the beauty of it is, in which I really love, they've built their own partnerships. They've built their own um, relationships, right? So that's really what a tribe is all about. And that's like the same thing of building a loyal client base. Now, having customers is cool, right? It's cool because that's new money, nothing you know, better than new money, but having sustainability, a lot of people get into the business and they can get a success real, real quick. Right. But then the next year they starving. So you really want to pay attention to the people that you work with because they're the ones, once they, once they with you and you provide a great service, guys, they are with you. So always over deliver. If you can, this is how you want to turn your clients into the raving fans. They're going to keep coming back. Not only that, guys, they're going to refer you to their friends, right? When you have found your ideal client, people you love working with, right? They don't mind you send them the invoice. They're going to pay it. I'm trying to tell you that is like the best spot to be in because now they believe in you. They believe in the promise you delivered because realistically, it's a promise what we do. We're promising that if you hire us, you're going to show up on the event day and you're going to be wild. They don't know that. It's a gamble for them, too. But they don't know that until they show up. Right. So, like, you know, it's one of those things. So you're delivering. You're, you're promising them something. And when you over deliver, they are wild. And they want that same experience when they go to have that next celebration. And when they also, you know, in communication with their friends, they want to be able to be the one that suggested or referred your services because their friends had an amazing experience. So I got I want you guys to just be more mindful of the relationship itself. Sometimes you might got take an L, but guess what? That L is what's going to develop into a couple of W's or a couple of wins. So definitely focus on your client relationships because they matter. They're going to really support your business. That's how your business is going to be able to sustain the level of success you're looking for. And ultimately, that's how you grow relationships, right? I want to give you an, an actual example of what you can do, right? When you are just, let's just say you're just getting in. And or let's just say you're growing. Right. This is where a lot of people are right now. They're growing and they're trying to no longer attract bargain basement Betty. And they want to work with Betty with the bag, but they having some difficulty because they're in this cycle. And I totally get it. But if you're in transition and you're trying to get to a higher quality client or retain the ones that you have, but have them come up to your higher price points. Guys, it's easy to just reward those guys, right? If someone's referring your services, you can easily do an incentive program. If someone's coming back for for your services again, you can easily give a discount. Now, you will have some people out there tell you not to get not the discount. And I get it. There's more than one way to skin a cat. However, I like taking care of people that take care of me. That is how I was able to build longstanding relationships. I haven't, thank the goodness, I haven't had to do heavy marketing with my classes and with my programs because I take care of the people that initially come. So I give them an incentive program. If they come to another class, they get a discount off. If they refer someone, they get um, a, they're part of our affiliate program and things like that, right? I also, people that spend a certain amount of money with my company, I give them kickbacks. It's just a way of saying, you want to know what? You can go and shop with anybody, but I appreciate I appreciate you for shopping here. So some of the easy things you guys could do is definitely you should have an incentive program. You should also reward on a multiple event. Like just for instance, someone's getting married, right? You know, they're going to have a bridal shower. You know, they're going to have the wedding. 
They may have some honeymoon stuff. They may have one year anniversary. You could build a package that kind of have them come on board to book you for all those events right away, right? But clearly you're going to give them an incentive or a discount. But guess what? You don't have to worry about nine months from now, you got an event. Three months from that, you got another event. And that's really how you get in the rhythm and the cycle of having repeat clients constantly support your business. So now let's talk about investing in quality tools. The tools of the trade is really going to be your best friends, guys. Everything from your fabric to your equipment is something you really can't afford to skimp on. I sometimes chuckle, I'm not going to laugh, when I see people trying to take the easy way out and they go to, I'm not going to name drop any companies, but they'll go to low quality companies because it's affordable. And then they're in the groups kicking and 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 hooping and hollering because the, the quality of the equipment, it didn't sustain the event, right? Or they can't really achieve the look that they're trying to achieve because the quality is, is just so low. I want you guys to get into this thing and realize one, you have to have a goal attached to why you're in it in the first place. Because if you don't, you're going to be talking yourself out of making the investments you should be making, which is quality equipment, quality fabrics, because now you have nothing you're really working toward. So if you just start with your goal, a lot of people now, because we're making it, that's the standard. Like draping is a six-figure business all day long. And I'm talking about in one calendar year. It is very easy to make 10K a month from draping. However, it's going to be very difficult if you don't have the proper support as, a, as far as your equipment or your hardware to really attract the kind of clients that's going to help you generate that kind of money much easy. So guys, you can't skimp in these areas, right? I know a lot of people try to get away with the photography stand. Don't do it. Let me tell you right now, don't do it. It's not even worth it. <laughs> I did it. I've been there. I got several videos on YouTube showing you all of the disasters. Don't do it. You want to make sure you have quality equipment because that's going to sustain throughout your business. It's not like this is not an, uh, a kit or hardware that you have to replace in a few years. I still have the same hardware from my initial point of entry, which I got into draping in 2017. I still have all my same equipment, right? So if I got in, well, wait a minute, I'm not going to lie. When I first started, I did start out with the photography stand and I had all kinds of things happen. I was totally embarrassed. I was totally ashamed because it was like, why am I showing up in the marketplace that I want to dominate, but I have something that's that can't even hold up eight pieces of drape. So you, I know for a lot of people that's just getting in, you're looking for the most affordable way. I get it. I would suggest you guys start with the main thing you need first, which is your hardware. Don't skimp because if you do, you're going to purchase something and it's not going to really be able to perform the way you want it to. And then you're going to have to replace it. And at the end of the day, you're going to end up knocking on our door. <laughs> and that's why I'm telling you now, get your professional, uh, get your professional uh, draping equipment now because you can always build with fabric, right? Fabric is not necessarily your primary thing. However, when you get it, don't skimp on that either. But you can really build your inventory with your fabric. So that wraps up the things that people really don't consider when they're getting into event draping. And these are things I definitely want you to pay attention to. To recap, we talked about the heavy competition, the skills and how you should always be a forever student, the client relationships and how you definitely should be focused on them to making them last long term and the investment and quality tools. So I want you guys to tell me your experience when you first got into the events draping industry. Guess what? It's not for me. It's so many people that experience the same thing you experienced, but I'm going to give you some feedback and some support 
support to let you know that you're on the right track. All I need you to do is keep going further, faster by being connected to the tribe. And when I say tribe, you're not connected if you're not in the Facebook group. Click the links down in the description because I want you a part of our community. That's where really all of the personal and professional feedback happens, right? So click that link and I hope to see you guys on the inside. But hold off. I want you guys to come back next Tuesday because we do these podcasts every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the whole goal is really to help you excel in this draping game. Thanks for listening, guys. This is your girl, Precious Stevens of the Posh Academy. Over and out. Oh, 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 oh,